All right. Welcome back, everyone, to the Nova Files podcast. We're here to talk about some more geeky stuff that's happened recently, uh, stuff we've watched, stuff we've done, and news we've heard. So uh, we're back. It's uh, me, Peter, from Medallion Comics with... Ian Miller from Triple Threat Comics. And Greg from Sierra Nova Comics. And today we are a Triple Threat. Uh -huh. <laughs> all right oh man uh, so how, how have you all been good doing house stuff yeah no. it's been a lot of interesting stuff that's happened recently yeah yeah so uh, there's quite a lot of stuff to talk about like all kinds of new shows movies uh new stories people shitting the bed <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Here we go with the profanity. Sorry, folks. Oh, somebody's going to get that joke. Anyways. Uh, so, Greg, you want to start, you want to start us off? Uh, what's going on with the DC right now? Yeah. So, Warner Brothers is now going to be like Warner Brothers Discovery. Whatever. Isn't it? Warner Brothers Discovery. Yeah. So, they're like revamping all of DC and... Um, they, what they should do is like just get rid of everything they just did not the batman <laughs> but they should they should get rid of like all of the all of the dc movies that they did and probably just get rid of like the flash movie they don't need that um oh yeah <laughs> okay. we'll talk about that in a bit but... uh, because uh you know he already got arrested twice um i thought it was three times at this point uh, maybe it is three uh, unless if you're thinking of maybe in like the actual fantastic beasts movie um, <laughs> i don't know you didn't get arrested in that <laughs> which i i don't i don't have a problem with that movie i don't know why people didn't like it well i'm um, again uh, johnny depp like wasn't in it so like people were boycotting it but i, I didn't mind the other guy mads whatever his name is i don't know his last name yeah. I find uh, the best thing to describe the Fantastic Beast movie. Uh, do you guys watch uh, the the pitch meetings on uh, on YouTube? Yeah. I find he did a very good one for the third movie, and it just made so much sense. It's like, so what the hell's going on? I have no idea. <laughs> it, it's just it's it's a political thriller, and it's just like a lot of it makes no sense it's i don't know and the whole depth situation like i think it just uh, put a little bit of uh, poison in the water that you can have those people who are not going to go watch it, and there's a lot of bad mouth going around about how bad it is yeah, so that bad it, it's there's like a way that how it ended um i'm not like gonna really spoil it but they're like well okay maybe i will spoil it so the ending of the third one do you care if I spoil nope. Okay, oh. so the ending of the third one, it ends at a wedding. So two people get married. And so that's, it could kind of end there. And like Dumbledore is just, which I don't get how Dumbledore is so young in this time period when like around the same time period, he looks a thousand years old in the Harry Potter movie. So it doesn't make any sense. But anyway. Okay, the hell of a girl. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he just... A spell went wrong, and he's like, "Ah!" So, so yeah. Um, oh, no. My wand doesn't work anymore. I'm too old. 
<laughs> Grindelwald doesn't love me anymore. So that that's why these movies started. <laughs> <'Cause> yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, it's just it ended in a way like it could just end there, even though the now Grindelwald like disappeared. And then as I was watching it, I was like, wait, I'm remembering back to like the Harry Potter movies. He's in like prison. So like he didn't die. So you kind of already know what's gonna happen. So I'm like, oh, so they could technically end it here. And then it says, Oh, just promise me that you will find him. So you know he get goes into prison. So you can just not have the other two movies and because they're supposed to have five. So, oh gosh. Yeah, but I God. it's not doing that well, so it's probably not gonna have another one. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh now is a good time to stop that franchise jk rowling just didn't actually write the or create the movie and like someone else that is better at screenplay writing maybe yeah i, I remember reading she that world she was trying to world build too much even though there's world building in harry potter it was done the right way but yeah. for some reason for these it wasn't so i, I remember hearing that the, the main problem with these movies is that they're kind of taking novelized format and directly adapting it. Where in a novelized format, you have a lot more detail, you have a lot more description, you have a lot more people talking because it's a book. But in a visual format, you use visuals to tell the story and it just doesn't translate well, which adds a little bit of a boredom element to the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. I like every type of Harry Potter movie. I like the Harry Potter movies more than these, but. They're, they're still like kind of okay well yeah i think the, the thing was um because of the seven books and also the eight uh, movies i think we had gotten used to harry we'd grown up with him you know we'd really develop you know uh an affection for the characters which for these for fantastic beasts we started to but then at some point like uh, all over the yeah yeah it just changed well, the other thing you also have to remember, uh, Harry Potter was written as a, a seven-book series. Like, there was a plan for it. Like, you know, the, you know, before publishing, you know, she probably went through the idea of like, okay, I, I want this, this works, this doesn't work. But these feel more made by committee to capitalize on the Harry Potter franchise. Yeah, this is, this is another problem. Um, making movies that have a committee, sometimes it's good, sometimes it just doesn't work because what happens is with the creators of the movie, what they try to say, try to convey, it gets lost, you know, the translation because the committee is like, okay, we want this in, in the movie, we want, we want this in the movie, and it just falls apart. Yeah, you know, uh, a Green Lantern once said, "If you want <laughs> something not to get done, get a committee." Yeah, but that's the thing it's with cool. these movies. Like one, they're very committee based, but. Also, I just, I think the world of Harry Potter is kind of bad. Like, it works for a kid's setting where you don't think about it too much. You have to give a little bit of suspension of disbelief because it's a kid's story. But you can tell the Fantastic Beasts movies are not made for kids. Yeah. And I just find, like, when you actually take a more critical mind and look into the world of Harry Potter, a lot of it just sounds stupid. And not like stupid and like, oh, these are these silly magic things. More like there's this one line in one of the Harry Potter movies, like, we're still trying to figure out the meaning of a rubber duck. And 
I'm still waiting for the day where somebody just pulls a gun on one of these guys. Yeah. It's like I cast machine gun. It's like that's actually also an interesting premise of what happens like um, when the muggles start catching up with their destructive technology, how do the wizards react to that? That's an interesting premise, but that's always never addressed because it kind of goes against the world we've created for Harry Potter's uh, franchise. And it's not about that. It's about a, a hero's journey. It's about a magical world. It's about another world and all that, getting away from your boring old life. Uh, you know, it's, it's an isekai in a way. Yeah, I, you bring up an interesting point here because when they did a story that was set in World War II and everything was in, in jeopardy, you know, mm-hmm. not just the Muggle world, but also the wizard world. Yeah, because I don't think any wizard can compete with the, with the fat boy. Okay, because that's, uh, you got to see that. You got to see, like, if you had something like Voldemort, literally see something like that, that that's what muggles can do now. Yeah. He would be shitting his pants. He would probably be able to create uh, an army of wizards with, like, legitimate cause, saying, like, look what they're doing to themselves. What happens when they find out about us? Yeah, that, again, and that leads right into the Harry Potter series because Voldemort is all about control. Yeah, but it's a very vague sense of control. Yeah. Like, what is he actually trying to take over? Like, I know, I'm actually legitimately trying to figure it out now. What was Voldemort's uh, uh, plan long term? Like, he wanted to kill Harry and... Same thing we, he did every take day. Take over... I'm legitimately trying to remember what was Voldemort trying to take over. Pretty sure he just wants all the wizards to, yeah. Okay, so generic world domination. Yeah, basically. And trying to take over the world. Of course. Except uh, he had like. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Harry's a horror croc, so like in that sense, it's kind of funny that he would want to kill him, even though yeah. it'd be like killing himself. But wasn't the whole point he didn't know he was one of the horcruxes? No, he didn't. No, because when he cast the spell and the mom like saved him, and you know, with the magic of love, getting all nerd with it, but yeah, it bounced off and then it actually hit him, and then so he's like, a part of me is inside of you. Can you feel me, Brian? So, um, but even then, as a core concept, that's way more interesting than what's going on in Fantastic Beasts. The first Fantastic Beast movie as a standalone movie is very fun. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I thought I the second one was weird how it ended. Yeah. Yeah. So, because I we were I was sitting there, I was like, that's how it ends? Like, it could have ended before where it ended. Mm-hmm. And it would be like, oh, okay. Except it would also be kind of weird because Johnny Depp was Grindelwald. <laughs> Yeah. And Johnny Depp brings that, a very I actually movie. said that to my friend Ryan as we're like in the theater. I'm like, I kind of hope they showed like I hate when movies and stuff do that. They just don't mention it. They're like, oh, you guys know what the fuck going on. Like, what if somebody doesn't? My mom didn't know anything about the Johnny Depp thing. So I'm just like I'm watching it and then Mads, whatever the hell his last name is, comes on screen and he just like he's the new Grindelwald. I was like, oh. 
So they're not gonna just like show Johnny Depp for five seconds and then like reveal it's yeah. not even him that's Grendelwald like they did in the first movie. The or, or straight up just say, you know, he's using a spell to change his appearance because he needs to have a clean slate to run for yeah wizard president. Yeah, so they could have done that, but they didn't. They just ha- they just showed him in a restaurant. I was like, oh, okay, so that we're gonna just go this way, just like the that seventy show, like Lori just wasn't there and it was a different girl. In a sitcom, it makes sense, okay? You know, it's a sitcom. It's a week-to-week thing. Um, I still say the best use of the changing actor trope was uh, Beetleborgs. You know, I think I talked about that before, yeah. how they changed uh, the actress. Yeah, they got her on set for like maybe three seconds. She got hit by a spell. Her face changed. And then they cast basically the same kind of magic that Doctor Strange did on the world so everyone would perceive her as she actually is supposed to be seen. But I can they like just show Johnny Depp for five seconds. He would have to get paid, but still, like, yeah. Uh, let's not go too deep into the whole Johnny Depp thing. Um, because <laughs> uh, like that's gonna be a whole other kind of podcast that'll take over. I am, I am watching the, the court case though. It's uh, very interesting. Lots of uh, interesting stories coming coming out of it. But uh, yeah, I still think what they did to uh, Johnny for these movies was dirty though. Yeah. Frank, yeah. did you shit the bed? No. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go into it either, but I was just completely horrified when I was hearing the stories. I was like, oh, oh my God. There's definitely more going on than what we were led to believe. Yeah. Yeah, celebrities are people too. They have shitty relationships. But yeah. And these were two people that should never have been together. Yeah. yeah. Warner Brothers. So, yeah. So the DC yeah. movies <laughs> should just all go away, except like the Flash movie is only going to be kind of cool because Michael Keaton is going to be in it. Yeah, but yeah. also Michael Keaton's going to be in like Batgirl, so it's like pretty sure. So yeah, I don't get why they can't just scrap the Flash. Here's the thing: the the Flash movie is literally their opportunity to reset everything. They give him, okay, so they reset it and he dies, and then like they have Wally West or something. Perfect. Okay. There you go. You fixed you fixed the Ezra Miller problem. I could I could, I could totally see that, you know, because um or they just use Barry Allen from CW. That see, uh, no, you know, no, like, look, I like sorry, you go Yeah, yeah, I am sorry, sure Beard. Everyone wants that, you know. I might. It sounds like know him of the, as the Flash. They don't yeah. like Mr. Illegal Crime guy. I don't. I can't think of a thing. Oh, the the uh, Flash from Amazon. Flash from Wish. <laughs> yeah. And I think he's he just runs really weird. But like somebody was like, oh, like I get why he runs like that because you know he's learning how to like run with his powers. And I'm like, ah. I, I still don't like how yeah. he like, he's just yeah. Um, to, to, follow, to follow up on your point, Greg, um, I think they are considering uh, pretty much uh, just reshaping or just a, re- a scrapping of the uh, the DC line. I think they're probably considering that, but I think also um, they're like, you know, we're seeing how the fans' reactions to some of these connected films, you know. We should probably also consider that. So I think what it boils down to is this. 
yes, they can do uh, separate films. Yes, they can do, you know, uh, connected films, but they need to have a, a clear plan. Yeah. Because right now, they're just, you know, they're trying to make it out of an assembly line, but the problem is it's not consistent. You need consistency. Yeah. You know, remember what they did? They just kind of jumped right into a Justice League movie by showing literal trailers for all the characters in Batman versus Superman. Yeah. It was like security cam footage of all the other people. And it's just like they tried too fast to catch up to the Avengers rather than take the time to build it. Like, say what you want about Marvel and their, their phases, whether you like them or not, they took the time to build everything up. And they're building everything up like in like all the Netflix series now. And that's why I think DC could actually use CW and not, well, not make it so like drama. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, but uh, like they are, gonna, I don't know if you're watching the flash anymore. I stopped after like season four, whatever the season the finger was in. That was the last season that I watched. I, 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 I can't right now because I can't get uh, just do what the, the Irish drama, I was like, come on, are we really going to this direction? Yeah. I think the fans are tired of it as well. It was like, all right. You're not just Flash, okay? We're, we're a team. And I'm like, you're a reporter. You sit back at your desk. Yeah. <laughs> you have a fucking Lois Lane who does more shit than you do, okay? You get back in that kitchen now. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's not go there. But no, the, the Flash. It, the last season, the the previous season was trash. I'm saying it straight up was utter trash. The current season had some improvements, but it's still pretty bad. I I, I really hope it doesn't get renewed for another season. Like they yeah. should just do a series finale and be done with it. it. It did get renewed for another series, but it's a shortened series, so this uh-huh. could be the end. Good. Like, I don't mind it getting picked up for one more season so they can finish off because I think it's better to actually have an ending rather than just end. Yeah. Which perfectly fine. You know what? Let them get their last story arcs they want to do out of the way. Perfect. But that show needs to end. Okay. Uh, at least the Superman and Lois show isn't too bad. Like, the, the, the new season's actually, like, it has some really dumb stuff in it. But the main Superman plot is actually not bad. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely gotten a bit edgier with the main plot. I think. I didn't. Uh, I haven't watched that at all. The only Superman thing I've watched is Smallville. I'm not a big Superman. Thing. I like Smallville, but yeah. uh, well, Superman works on the small screen. Surprisingly, like Smallville was really good. I remember the, the new adventures of uh, Lois and Clark. Was I loved that when I was a kid. Yeah, so did I. Because it was it was cool. It was funny. And the second season, they really upped the game with the villains because it wasn't Lex Luthor every single uh, episode. Mm-hmm. I still remember the whole thing with the frog films. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it was a good series. Like, Superman works on the week-to-week structure of, like, a serialized storytelling. He always has. The, yeah. the problem with the movies is just that they don't really know what to do with him movie-wise. Just why they should contact us. <laughs> I'm not agreeing with that. Like, so, if we ever got into a debate talking about Man of Steel, 
I can go on and on why this movie annoyed me. I, yeah, and I'm pretty sure I'll be on the opposition because I actually enjoyed the movie. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, I'll just make this one point. We can move on. The one thing that always stuck in my mind about Man of Steel, we made this whole point to show that it took him years and difficulty to get used to Earth's atmosphere and learn how to use his powers. It took literal years of his life. The, the bad guys show up, five minutes. Okay. All right. All right. I will agree with you on that. That was a bit of a development problem for me. I get I understand what you're saying in that. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do it that way, then don't make it so hard for him in the beginning. Maybe, like, they popped in all together and he got used to it. But putting in that much difficulty at the beginning, it just... Eh. Okay. All right. That, that, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Anyways, back to D, uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah. So like, I feel like they don't know what they're doing. Like, I, they had DC Nation for a while. And they had like what um, swamp thing? No, it was a man thing or swamp thing. It was swamp, oh, swamp thing. I, I always get those two mixed up. I'm sorry. About so that. what I was actually what I actually wanted to say was uh, not CW. Don't use CW. You could probably just scrap that. Scrap CW, or just don't use CW for your DC shows and use HBO Max. Yeah. You know, then people would get the subscription because who wants Netflix? We'll talk about that. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> So then, like, they got Doom Patrol. It was kind of, like, slow. So, like, it was, like, I didn't even finish that. Um, yeah, but Doom Patrol gets good, wacky fun, though. Oh, I like Doom Patrol. It's And Brendan Fraser is awesome. But yeah. I, I just, um, season one and two was awesome. And then season three was, like, kind of, like, I was just, like, falling asleep at work. I think season three was the one they made during the pandemic, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but then there's a what's the other show that they have? Well, they're gonna do a whole they're gonna do a whole Arkham show, which yeah. So uh, they had the uh, the Titans. Don't forget that. Yep. Yeah, and Titans. I didn't like the third season <laughs> because they like butchered Red Hood on how. Yeah, that that's another this is another problem. This is another. Example of um, committee yeah. writing. That's another example. So, mm-hmm. Scarecrow like basically makes him like cuckoo for He's like a drug addict, and then the guy that plays Scarecrow is kind of cool, but like still, yeah, Scarecrow is a villain that has just not been tapped into correctly. Yeah, and that's actually what I'm hoping in the Batman movies that they do is like actually they could bring scarecrow in but like he won't be like a main thing he could be like part of it and then you know joker's yeah. gonna be in there at some point obviously if anyone yeah. saw the deleted scene but uh, honestly i think like the best place i've ever seen uh scarecrow used was in the arkham games yeah 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 that's why i kind of want him to look like in the movie so yeah and just like but the one thing though is that I feel you need to go the extra mile with the special effects for Scarecrow because of the spear toxin uh, things. And the Batman kind of did not feel it had that kind of a budget. No, it, it was more on the lines of, okay, just keep it realistic, but gritty. Yeah. Was, you know, 
I had, uh, I, I'm sorry to cut you off here for a second. No, no, go, go. When I started doing uh, Batman and Nigma the fan comic, I started thinking about the special effects for Scarecrow in particular, you know, saying how it should look. You know, this is the difference between comics and uh, movies because with the comics, you just literally draw, you know, this misty thing, but with visual effects, you know, you had to do it for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they made Colin Farrell look like that for the Penguin, so that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, that was so that's a major transformation, that's for sure. Yeah, so I think if they got someone to do Scarecrow, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? All I gotta say is that give uh, give it time, like see what they do with it. Yeah, because yeah. in my opinion, I feel the Batman got a lot of goodwill from. It was a good movie. And it wasn't by a committee. That's always what makes them good movies. So they should do that. I forgot Shazam was a good movie. I like Shazam. So, like, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the second one. Yeah, you can keep that. So, you can keep that. You can give it to Aquaman just because, like, I like Jason as Aquaman, but I don't like his wife. So, um, I'm pretty sure they're going to recast her, though. Good. I, yeah, I think, go uh, shit yeah. in bed somewhere. So she, um, because <laughs> honestly, I don't see how they cannot recast her with all the, the toxicity going around her and everything. She's been in bed for a while. Oh, those are just fish eggs, folks. If you can't see, I know you can't see me, but I'm literally hitting my head on the, on the drawing table. Despite hearing Greg talk about this stuff. So what you're referring to is all the DC properties that are going on right now rather than the services. Yeah, but the whole service thing, um, since it's Discovery, I think like all the Discovery stuff will go there too. That's fine. Yeah, I think. So like all the like Discovery Plus, that would be cool if that went on to HBO Max because then I could just watch serial killer stuff like nonstop and get really paranoid. But mm-hmm. um yeah like having them put all this different stuff into one package is the right thing to do because well with what's going on with netflix netflix actually has competition now and you know they're doing the right thing because a lot of these uh, different services they were putting their stuff they were spreading themselves thin if they want to be a good service they have to have good amount of context netflix was the biggest fish in town because they were the first one so everyone's like oh cool we'll just put our stuff on netflix they'll license it they'll pay us and we'll get money off yeah, and they, now they're uh, like, wait, but when we can start making all the money. But Netflix cancels shows that are like good. And yeah. Don't. Like Stranger Things is cool. And yeah, I, I want to watch that. Yeah. I have to finish it because the kids are now 30 years old and they. <laughs> no, but the other side is that also Netflix saves shows. Remember, it, brought, it saved uh, Lucifer. Uh, it also brought back old shows like Arrested Development for like a season or so. Yeah. But what else did it bring back? People that are like, oh, I'm going to be done with the subscription after like Ozark is done. I tried watching that show. I couldn't get into it. But, um, yeah. Yeah. But there's uh, Umbrella Academy's good on there. Yeah. But then you also have a lot of good shows. Like I remember like in the, I, I, I'm a big fan of animation. So I'm really sad about all the news that came out recently. You know, Dragon Prince was great. Um, I enjoyed Voltron up until the last season. Um, that new show, um, uh, what was it called again? Um, 
the inside inside job that was amazing i love that so are they just not going to be making any more animated shows i don't know uh, i know they said like they canceled a lot of uh, pro projects like one was called toil and trouble which was made by lauren faust the same person who made like uh like the powerpuff girls uh who made uh my little pony uh the friendship is magic series like she's a say what you want about that show Okay, you can say whatever the hell you want about that show, but it spanned a media franchise that brought in a lot of people and a lot of people of our age demographic. <laughs> okay, and it did very well. I gotta diss that. I gotta diss it. Do they want like indie animators? Like, they... <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. Apparently, a lot of the people who were indie animators are now leaving Netflix and going to places like Cartoon Network and all that because they thought they would have more creative freedom at Netflix, but now that's no longer the case. Uh, Alex Hirsch uh, apparently had his series canceled. He's the guy who made Gravity Falls. Um, I have no idea if they're gonna make a Dragon Prince season three or if they're ever gonna make stuff like FS for Family again. The only thing I know that's safe apparently is Big Mouth and Human Resource. Okay, and that, uh, that's a weird ass show. Which one? Because big, big, big mouth is funny, but it is weird. Yeah, both of them. Like they're the same show essentially. They're the oh, same. Okay. Yeah. I haven't watched that. Like, I'm probably behind like a season or two or something on that. Well, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> yes, it is. But yeah, but. Uh, I, like the thing is right now that's it netflix has actual competition now and they don't know what to do about it because when uh, a corporation strategies like we're losing money charge more yeah that's another yeah why are you guys leaving you're charging like 20 dollars a month now and while every amazon treats their workers like shit but you get amazon music and you get amazon prime video and you get like a whole delivery service of them chucking the box at your front door so you get like top tier service and yeah. they actually good animated projects too they had at amazon who had the boys invincible uh legend of vox machina yeah the tick the boys is coming out in june yeah and um there's another invincible season coming out soon I oh think. yeah they're at least going to have three. So it's like a little longer than that. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be good stuff. Yeah. Because that's it. Like, I know uh, Netflix, like the last, not big, but the last interesting animated project that I know from them was Centaur World. Mm -hmm. And that, that's a show you got to watch high that, like, really appreciate. <laughs> but Christ Almighty. Does it get dark? Like, I, I'm, I kid you not. Like, once like the actual plot starts kicking in and we get to the villain and we see what the villain's backstory is, it's amazing. It's like, can we get a show just about that? Because that is way more interesting than all this weird ass, like, you got to be on shrooms to understand what's going on stuff. Uh, Netflix had Orange is the New Black. They could have ended that show before the, the last two seasons. They could have probably ended it. Or they, they could have like mashed it together in a way. And you know, they didn't need the last season. Yeah. 
But all in all, Netflix needs to get their shit together. They need to figure out what they're doing. And rather than like cracking down on sharing passwords and uh, such, they need to like give people incentives on why we you should continue to have Netflix. Yes. And sharing passwords. See, please stop canceling good shows. Yes. Yeah. They're sharing passwords because they're charging more. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm telling you this right now, if I don't get a Dragon Prince season three, I'm going to go Stark Raving Murder. Not really, but you know what I mean. I will be very disappointed. <clears throat> I just want uh, Stranger Things to be finished. Oh, yeah. I, I'm really curious to see the next season of that. Yeah, it's going to be part one in May, part two of that season in July, and then you got to wait probably another 10 years for the last season. And then, yeah. No, well, if it isn't the last season. Yeah. yeah. Or they'll just George R. R. Martin it and never come out with. <laughs> or they can George R. R. Martin it and not create a proper ending, and then somebody else makes an ending that nobody likes. Yeah. That's why I kind of don't want to watch the new that prequel show, um, House of Dragons or whatever. What was that other prequel show? They were making a Lord of the Rings prequel show, and it was not getting good reception. It's gonna be on Amazon. It's probably gonna be good. I hope it's good. The trailer looked good. Uh, I just I heard some it like it wasn't even animated like how the trailer was. It was like actually like forged. You know, they were showing how the title was and stuff. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to watch it. So it's a little Well, I hope it's good. I just remember seeing a video thing where people were bashing on it. I don't know why I'm not invested in it. So people like bashing on things that are. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Hmm. Again, like, just a quick thing I'm very happy about. I just got news. Uh, it's on HBO Max, though, I believe now, or Hulu or whatever. Um, the, did oh, either watch the Orville? I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the Orville. Yes. Okay. Uh, the Orville is Seth MacFarlane making a Star Trek show, but it's more Star Trek than Star Trek is right now. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it really is. I feel like I'm watching an updated version of like the next generation, but with like a little bit of Seth MacFarlane's comedy in it. But you know, you know, they actually did hire some writers from Next Generation to do this. They have actual characters from the Star Trek franchise that show up as bit parts. Really? Uh, yeah, Robert Picardo, um, who was the doctor on Voyager. Oh, that's right. Uh, Robert Picardo was in the show playing um, one of the alien girl's father. And I know the character who played Tuvok was in a cameo role as well. And they've actually gotten writers and story concepts that were from Star Trek. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so it's more of a Trek show than Trek. Like, if you're going by Picard, please don't, please don't uh, tell me what's happened because I haven't seen it yet. No, um, I'm not caught up in Picard. I'm not. Plan I'm gonna maybe watch them when it's done, but yeah. I never really cared that much about Star Trek. Ah, it's good stuff. The uh, job I used to have, there was these like two old guys that used to watch it before um, they left for the night, and then I was there by myself, and I was like falling asleep in the chair while they were watching it. I was like, 
I just got here and I'm like, you're already like putting me to sleep. I still got to do like my job. Oh, Lord. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's move on. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the Orville. And if you, if you do want to like maybe see it, uh, I know they have um, a five minute, uh, minute, the first five minutes of the season three, which is literally just a space battle. Uh, on their fa- on their Facebook page, uh, and it's like the the opening to the first episode, of season three, and it's really well made. Like if you just have five minutes and you want to check something out, it's a good watch. Yeah, huh. uh, but let's move on. So back to movies and things being made by committee. Ian, why don't you tell us about Morbius? <laughs> okay, it was a dark and stormy night. No, this is not how the movie starts. (laughs) I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. I'm in the theater. It's very dark, you know. We're getting ready. And I was completely disappointed. I'll tell you why. No character development whatsoever. No plot whatsoever. They made me focus on the plot for like five minutes. Five minutes. And then... It stopped. It was more focused on the visuals. I heard they also tried to shoo in a Spider-Man cameo or something? Yes, which was wasted. It was so wasted. Was it just a newspaper or something? It's funny you mentioned the newspapers. It's funny you mentioned that. Yes, the Daily Bugle is, you know, in, in uh, in the movie. You get hints of Black Cat in some of the um, side things. You get a mention of maybe, I don't know, Rhino occasionally. You get that mention. I will say the Michael Keaton cameo, which was in the movie, made no sense. Someone on like TikTok mentioned that. Um, so when the whole thing happened in Spider Man, like the multiverse, Splitting and shit. Um, he somehow he him the only of all the villains he was the one that like, got thrown into that like universe. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, that's so weird that of all of them, what they could have just done was connect it. Sony is Sony, so they could have just connected it, and then Morbius would be part of the MCU. But you know, that would yeah. be the first like MCU like bad movie. <laughs> Like really yeah. bad. So yeah, but then probably like Marvel's like we don't want this associated with our brand as much as possible. Oh yeah. Well, I I will say um, I enjoyed Jarrell's performance. I thought he did a good job. Considering what the script is, is not saying much, but he did a good job. Uh, Matt Smith was a was the villain. Um, very interesting, very good performances. I will bet. But I will get back to the, the post-credit scene for a second because you see Vulture trying to, you know, convince Morbius to team up with him to take on Spider-Man. He shows up in the Vulture suit. I got, a, I got a question. How the hell did he get the suit in whatever universe this is? How did that, how did that happen? Yeah, because he um, wouldn't be wearing it. Yeah. He, he's in prison. 
in prison in there too? Or? Yeah, he's in prison there too because he's ripped from the universe, shows up in this universe in prison, and they just let him go. Okay. Yeah, there's no right because there's no record of him in this universe. And those and here, let me let me just let me just pay you the scene. Let me just pay the scene. Breaking news. We have a uh, very odd story, folks. A man named Adrian Toombs was uh, mysteriously appeared in prison. He was released late today because we had no because there were no charges of, against him. Okay, so I can see that is that could kind of because they don't have like a file on him because he doesn't yeah. exist yeah so he just happens to be in a cell where he would be in the other universe so okay that makes sense yeah but, but also um wasn't the whole point that all those people were coming to uh that spider-man's reality because they knew his identity What's the logic in sending somebody out that was native? I don't know. I don't know. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is this, I bring this up again. And there are times where a committee writing fails the movie. This Look, is a prime example. Sony is really, really, and I mean really desperate to get a Sinister Six movie off the ground. Yeah, but your other movies have to succeed in order for you to do that. Yeah, you can't they, force could, it. they could have done Sinister Six in No Way Home because they were very close. They kind of did. Yeah, but they didn't. <laughs> they didn't have Raven. They didn't have Mysterium. And I kind of wish they had a different version of the lizard, just because he looks so weird. Yeah. But yeah, like. Well, now I'm definitely not going to watch that movie. So, well, I, I, if I had saved a few people from watching Morbius, I'm grateful for that. I'm, I'm glad that you're taking my advice because, trust me, folks, it was bad. You want to know how bad it was? It was 1997 Batman and Robin bad. Oh, that's, oh, bad. that's bad. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Well. Speaking of uh, movies, <laughs> uh, there was one movie that. And it's hilarious that this is the good movie. Uh, have either of you seen the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie? No, I have not. No. It's, and I mean this without, a sh uh, without any irony in my voice, it's a good movie. Like, you don't even need to know the Sonic lore or franchise, and you'll still enjoy it. Well, I, I saw that people said they even like the second one more than the first, which is crazy, because usually yeah, the first one is better than the second, except the Dark Knight, I guess people like more than Batman Begins. But yeah, Terminator I, 2? Actually, yeah, Terminator 2. But um, Spider-Man 2? Spider-Man 2. Yeah, see? Exactly. Shrek. No, Shrek 1 is better. Shrek 2. <laughs> <laughs> Shrek is love, but um, yeah. I no, it's like see Sonic because I, I I didn't see the first one in theaters just because I 
and then i was saying to my friend ryan i was like yeah would you want to see sonic because we were like trying to figure out what movie we want to see he's like well fantastic beasts is coming out like oh we can go see that so but i didn't mind that movie so it's not like the best movie ever but <clears throat> uh, sonic is he's like oh, i don't really want to spend money on like going to a theater to see sonic and i was like whatever uh, i would probably go with like my girlfriend and she probably would watch it she didn't see the first one but whatever yeah. Well, that's it. Like, take an afternoon, you two, and watch the first one, then go check out the second. Like, yeah. Jim Carrey's really fucking good in this role. Yeah, I wish he was fat. Apparently, if they make a third, like, he was really pushing to have fat Eggman. He really wanted that. But, and he was like, it was his push that got him to have the iconic um, Robotnik Eggman look at the end of the first one and in the second one. But he's like, done with acting or something or he's done with sequels or something like that maybe no he's, he's uh, retiring apparently yeah okay but like but, you retire after you know, like a third sonic movie or <laughs> no, no, it, here's the thing. i would love it if he came back for a third one because he was really fucking good in it but it's a strong possibility he won't unfortunately but even then like he's really good in the movie Idris Elba as Knuckles is really funny. He's like Drax in a lot of ways. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's the very like serious warrior type who's like, you know, does a bit of a fish out of water. So he doesn't understand everything. But that's where the comedy in the character comes from. He's not an idiot. He's just ignorant. Oh. That's cool. Yeah. I saw that Shadow might be in the third one. So. Yes, he was in the after uh, credits for this one. Spoilers! Okay. Yeah, well, you're the one who mentioned it. <laughs> I just heard about it. I didn't know that was a real thing. Yeah. All right, I'm just going to switch back to my computer, so I'm going to get off my phone. Yeah, sorry, folks, we spoiled the movie. Sorry. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, please go ahead and see it, because I'm pretty sure I've heard it's very good. Yeah, I would see it. Yeah, now I'm curious. I think the first one is on Hulu. The first one's on Hulu. Uh, could be on Hulu, could be on YouTube. I accidentally bought the first Venom movie back. like in 2020 or something like that. I accidentally bought the first Venom movie and I was like, oh, I wanted to rent the movie. I didn't want to buy the movie. So now I own Venom, and I was like, oh, okay. But I, nobody told me about the second. Like, I didn't see the second one. I, I don't really know if I want to see a second one. I was dis... Venom. Yeah. So, like, some people didn't like the second Venom a lot. So, <laughs> I, I like I like Warby Harrelson's Carnage. I like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know, maybe I would still see it. I kind of don't want to pay to see it. Usually when I go oh, to no. pay to see something, uh, not go, yeah. but actually like I paid to the, for season four of Mr. Robot on Amazon. Literally a week later, they like gave it to me for free. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> like I wanted to finish the show and it was like, oh, season four will be coming. And I'm like, oh, 
you can buy it now so i did and then a week later it's like here i was like why wouldn't you just not have me pay can you refund me the money because i just not like it was a bad show it's probably one of the best shows that i've seen that's fair yeah well yeah but venom was like it feels like the first venom was accidentally good and then the second one was like oh people liked it so let's put the committee on this to make it better and then they kind of drop the ball in certain aspects. There you go, folks. There you go. But now, how about Moon Knight? So, did you both? No, I have not seen it. Uh, so, if you do spoilers, minimal spoilers. Minimal spoilers. Uh, okay. No spoilers. Everybody no dies. Spoilers. So, no. um, <laughs> he's like, what? Yeah, uh, no spoilers. Uh, quite honestly, um, I didn't know what to think about it going in because I never really knew anything about Moon Knight from the comics. I always found Moon Knight to be the kind of character who was a little all over the place. Yeah, I just knew he had multiple personalities. That's the only thing I really Yeah. Knew. And like one of them is like tries to be Batman in a sense. But I didn't know if he had multiple personalities as in like he, sorry. Well, that's the thing. I didn't know if he had multiple personalities or he had uh, multiple secret identities and that like he's an actor or something. All I know is that he's meme gold, apparently. It's like uh, there's that one um, that meme that goes around. It's like, Dracula, I know you're here. You freaking nerd. You owe me 15 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like what they're doing, and I've, I've seen some video essays that, that basically talk about what they've done with the character is they've gone a little bit to the roots, but also brought in some of his more recent um, characteristics. For example, um, I believe uh, now they're going with the idea that he has um, dissociative um, identity disorder. So in that he actually, like in the, from what I understand in the original comics, he had multiple fake personas as an actor, like, you know, like a spy, so to speak. Oh, when I need to be this person, I'm Mark. When I need to be this upper high society person, I become Steven. And uh, once again, I'm doing my best not to get any spoilers, but what they're doing here, it seems, is that these are actual multiple personalities that reside within the same person. So it does become the question of like how much of this is mark or how much of this is the supernatural forces that are going on in this series because there is an element of the supernatural in the series and it's very interesting we're dealing we're really delving into like the whole like conchu the the god of the moon and it's interesting so you don't know is this his effect on mark is this uh, a result of something else so in that regard it's Okay, I see where you're going with this. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. I like how he talks to his other selves and yeah. like reflections and stuff. Yeah. And uh, the animation for uh, like that they use to show Khonshu is really good. And uh, this is not, it's a very, very, very small spoiler. Um, the Moon Knight suit is magical. Yeah. I, I, I kind of figured that one. Yeah. 
And I think that's actually a way better way to go about it. It's like, oh, cool. It's a, a gifted magical suit. Awesome. Brilliant. It's only yeah. two more episodes, but I, I wish there was more. So, well, no, I, I find these Marvel, um, the new Marvel Disney Plus shows, they're the right length. You know, it feels like they're not like 12 episode long series where you have to add in all this extra filler. Oh, they're well, like, if it was like eight episodes, that'd be fine too. But yeah. But no, like even like remember I'll tell you, like I'm making my, my new comic series right now. And I'm like, I'm just trying to keep everything within eight issues because I know myself. If I keep writing, if I don't set that that goal, I'll write 12. And then there'll be all this filler, there'll be all these things you don't understand. But whereas when you make something a little bit tighter, you're keeping all the good bits in, you're you know, you're cutting off all the fat, and it, you tell a more poignant story. And the fact that they're releasing in a more traditional sense of week to week rather than binge watching, it allows people to talk about the series, build more hype for the series. Like, granted, I'd love to be able to binge the whole thing in one shot, but what are you getting now? You're getting a bunch of people having fan theories. Like, oh, what does this mean in this episode? Did you see that symbol on the character's finger? What could it mean? So it builds all this hype and it get, generates all this interest. And Honestly, I think they're doing a really good job of this. Yeah. Yeah, I had nothing to really watch like a week or something ago. So uh, like two weeks ago, I think. So I just watched like the first season of Luke Cage because now that's on Disney Plus. I can watch all that stuff there. And I might watch Jessica Jones just because I've only saw the first season of Jessica Jones. So yeah. I love the first season, but Man, the second season did not hit well. Oh, uh, the, the third season got better for Jessica Jones, I think. Oh, I forgot there was a third season. I need to watch that. That's the only one that had a third season, which is so weird that of all of them, Iron Fist, I'm not going to like waste my time to watch. Well, well Daredevil had the third season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Daredevil. I mean, that's the, yeah. that's the best of all. But. And there's also a Punisher show, I believe. Yeah, and that had two. Yeah, I was gonna start watching that, but I was like, I just don't feel like watching that right now. Yeah, I I enjoyed season one. I, I think there was a couple episodes of season one where I was like, okay, these are filler episodes. We we don't need to do this. <laughs> season two, I enjoyed, but I thought it should have been more stronger, especially with in terms of the villain, and that because the villain is uh, the, the, the jigsaw. Mm-hmm. I think it should that should have been handled more uh, towards the comic. I felt. But like other than that, I enjoyed the series. Um, I thought the character was really he nailed it. Yeah. Really that's why if he's the Punisher still, that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Iron Fist could just be recasted. We don't need it. Well, yeah. we have Shang-Chi now. Oh, more of that. There you go. I mean, can we be a hundred percent honest here? Do we really need Iron Fist, if we have Shang-Chi. Like, he's a much more relatable character, especially for our age demographic. You know, somebody who's like young, trying to figure out his life, not sure what to do with himself. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's like, okay, you know what? I can relate to this guy. I remember a point in my life where I was in like my mid-20s. I'm like, what the Freak am I doing with myself? 
Yeah. 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 Shang-Chi, uh, yeah, it's like Iron Fist is just like, even in the series, I started watching the second season of Iron Fist and I got bored really quickly. I never, I never even saw it season two because I was just so disappointed with season one. I was like, yeah, I'm done with the series. Season That's two just- is a little better than the first one, but it's just like, eh. yeah. And when you know that the guy didn't even want to really train to do martial arts, like, that's your character. <laughs> like, you get free martial arts training. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to do that. So, yeah. Disappointing. Very disappointing. But yeah, no, it's like, it was a. The Defenders was an interesting concept that was not done very well, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, there were two episodes I liked from that series. <laughs> two episodes. I'll tell you what we're right now. It's when they first team up to have that hallway fight, mm-hmm. and the last episode. Because it's over. Not because it's the end. Not because it's the end. Because well, it's a part of it. Not because it's the end, but it's also the fact that they're fighting together. You know, to, to try to bring this building down, and you get to see see a little bit of themselves in each other. Yeah. But yeah, that series should have been handled just it, it should have been held better. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, like then you also feel bad because Iron Fist is responsible for all the bad stuff that happens in that show. Yeah. Let's bring like, that up. They, they like relied on him for a lot of the Defender is. Plot. Yeah. Yeah. And let's be honest, it wasn't uh, very good for that. It was a train wreck. But then you got, then it comes back with Daredevil season three, and that's like amazing. So, yeah, I love that season because, you know, you get to see Matt at his most vulnerable. You get to see him trying to get back to where he was. And you see Kingpin really stepping up his game, trying to bring Matt down. Again, the hallway fight scenes in. The Daredevil is just fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually have one or two in my comics just because, like, I like those. Like, yeah. like there's a staircase scene in one of them. There's a staircase fight scene in one of my comics. Uh, will we keep that in? I don't know. We'll find out. see that. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, I... Just choreography going on in my head of like, oh, that'd be sick if I like had that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like, and uh, and they also basically made uh, both Kingpin and uh, Matt Murdock canon in the MCU. Yeah. Like, did you guys watch the Hawkeye show? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I like that probably one of the most just because I like street level stuff a little more. Yeah, it just made a lot of sense. It worked really well. And there, the whole thing of like the consequences of him being Ronin, this girl getting dragged into the mix, uh, the fact that they got their uh, their costumes from LARPers. Yeah. That was, that was cool. Except I don't, I guess they're not going to do another season of that. So You don't need it. Yeah. I, I think it was a pretty good um, ending for the Clint uh, Barton uh, character. Good ending. I yeah. think with Kate, you know, the possibilities are endless for her. Yeah. 
and then there's uh echo is gonna have it the yeah. own show for that so yeah like i find echo just to be uh, i've mentioned before i loved her introduction in the comics but they had no idea what to do with her. like absolutely no idea what to do with the character and they i remember i was reading the, the avengers books at the time and like she just disappeared and then she doesn't show up again for like another 20 issues and it's like where have you been like you know what that is you know why that is because of the committee because of the damn committee because somebody said you know what uh, she's not doing to do well in these uh, current issues let's just write her off just for a bit then the fans are like what happened where is that go where is she and they're like okay i guess we're gonna write her back in guys just just make some clever cool way to do it then they give us the mediocre way <clears throat> again hire us to do this or better yet just read our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just read our stuff. Very uh, shameless plug, of course. <laughs> I will not disagree with that at all. But uh, what made her interesting later on in the comics is I think for a while she became the new Ronin. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and having her be Ronin yeah, you know, because the Ronin costume is really cool. Yeah, it is. And like, okay, uh, Echo's missing a leg. That's new. Um, she's mute. Okay, cool. Make her a ninja. She doesn't need to talk anyways, right? Yeah. No, that's the whole thing. Is like, Echo's a can be an interesting character, but for the most part, they just did not know what to do with her. Well, I think with the new series for her, I think I got to know exactly what to do with her because they're like, okay, how do we, yeah, translate, you know, what worked in the comics to what she, uh, she, should be in the show? How we could, how can we do that? So I think they're going to go back to the heart of the character when we get to her series. At least that's my belief. One can only hope. Yes, but it's it's all about it's all a big wait and see with Echo and what they'll do with the character, because uh, I she doesn't feel like somebody who would be on like the Avengers teams. She's she's definitely one hundred percent street level. Yeah, and is she gonna go like the murderous route? Is she gonna go the anti-hero route? Uh, who's gonna be her villain? Is it gonna be Kingpin? Because it looks like he's kind of dead. I don't think he's dead. He's not dead. I don't. Think well, you know the rule. No body, no death. Yeah. But, and I feel like they can definitely do a Young Avengers thing. Like, they are bringing in Ms. Marvel. Yeah, there is that vibe with all the shows and even some of the movies. There's a vibe they're going to do a possible Young Avengers thing. Mm -hmm. But, like, they changed Ms. Marvel's powers. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's pissed off about that. Yeah. Which, well, uh, yeah. How do you how do you do her in big in powers in live action? Stretchy arms don't really work in like a movie. Like it's not the best looking thing. Yeah. Yes, and we're all talking about uh, the infamous Fantastic Four series, which we'll talk about in, the, in a future episode. Uh, 
Yeah, when I actually make a movie that's not shit. <laughs> I am fully confident that Marvel can pull it off. Yeah, the guy that, that made the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies is making it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the right filmmaker to do it. Yeah. Oh. And, you know, if we have some time where Spider-Man spends time with the Human Torch, I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'd be a nice team up, wouldn't it, folks? Yeah, it's like, because that's the whole thing. Spider-Man's kind of like an unofficial member of the family. Like, they, they've always had a very good relationship, uh, Spider-Man and the BFF. So I would love it if, like, you know, they do one uh, one movie, and then the second movie, you have, like, the rivalry between Human Torch and Spider-Man, and maybe, like, you know, a bit of a team-up or something. There is a movie coming out, and by the time this is out, it'll be soon. So, uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's going to be out May 6th. So uh, I've been avoiding trailers like The Plague. Oh, uh, okay. And actual plague, not like the way people have been avoiding coronavirus. Um, do you know anything about any of that? Or? I watched the first trailer, okay, and that's so all I watched. That it's probably the Illuminati but is that okay I watched the teaser oh so I just gave something away I heard rumor that like Patrick Stewart might show up in the movie uh we can either confirm or deny this yeah yeah um well there is a rumor of a person that I don't like as an actor might be in it Tom Cruise so <laughs> he might be Iron Man so yeah yeah Peter's like what are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. He was supposed uh, to be Iron Man like the 90s. I'm like, oh, this could be like Iron Man. I'm like, no, nobody wants you. Go away. Yeah. What <laughs> was interesting was I was watching one of those featurette um, videos on YouTube, just talking about the director Sam Raimi, how he's coming back to, to Marvel to do another superhero movie. He was just excited. He was like a kid at a candy store because he was such a fan of the first film. I was like, this is what it's about. You yeah. get fans to direct it. This is what it's about. Yeah. yeah. I guess Bruce Campbell's not going to be in. Oh, he's, he's going to be in. He's going to be in. I'm pretty sure he's going to be in. If it's the same movie, you cannot have Bruce Campbell. <laughs> You're not wrong. That's amazing. I was watching Evil Dead 2 uh, the past week. I only saw the first one so far. Oh, like the first dude. old one. I didn't see the you gotta watch two. You gotta watch two. You gotta watch other. How is there a second one though? Like, does he go back to the cabin? Or the second one's kind of a remake-ish of the first one. Yeah, at least the first, the first act, the first hour. Um, the, the funny, the funny thing is, Bruce Campbell gets asked this all the time. He's like, someone brought up, is Ash stupid enough to go back to the cabin with a different woman? Is he stupid enough? But it was like, no, it was just a rehash of Evil Dead 1 because they couldn't get the footage because that was a different company. Uh, well, mm -hmm. well, it was his, like, college film project or something. Originally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that he got uh, released. Very weird when I watched that for the first ever time in October. That's when I watched it. I was like, oh, that's weird how they look. <laughs> Uh, this is well, also, yeah, you said uh, school uh, filming wise. And... I actually watched that movie because there's a band that I listen to, and their whole album is about like just a bun bunch of different horror movies. 
and that's one of them. One of one of the songs is called Ex Mortis, Ex Mortis, and it, it's it literally talks about the movie. So I was like, ah, I guess I'll watch the fucking movie since I've never actually seen it. Ex Navacan Mortis or something like that. Yeah. Part two, Varada next. <laughs> oh wait, that's the third one. That's Army of Darkness. Yeah, Army of Darkness is on HBO Max. But, I'm like, oh, isn't that like the third one? So like, uh, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good actually. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of like yeah, you know, uh, a carnival haunted house. You laugh and you get scared. You laugh and you get scared. In that one, is that when he says groovy or something? Or... He yeah. says groovy in two. He says groovy. Oh, okay. in... In, in the movie uh, in the song there's a little like sound clip of like groovy and then I'm like well, I just thought of Duke Nukem right there when like <laughs> he's saying that yeah. Yeah. yeah the third one is where you get uh, this is my boomstick and uh, I'm you're good Ash I'm badass you're good at little two shoes good at little two shoes good Bad. I'm that guy with a gun. Yeah. Some very classic one-liners from that movie. Yeah. But yeah, it's not a Sam Raimi movie if you don't have Bruce Campbell in it. Yeah. I thought I saw that he wasn't going to be in Doctor Strange, but I don't know. People, it's probably like Andrew Garfield's like, oh, I'm not in it. And then, yeah. <laughs> I have to say, he did a very good job convincing people that he was not in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Going in, I didn't know if they were going to be in or not. Like I said, I, I tend to avoid as much news and trailers about these kinds of movies as possible, so I'm just legitimately surprised when I go watch them. Yeah, yeah. I try to do that if I can't. Like, Fantastic Beasts, I didn't really see. Oh, I did see the trailer. Yeah. And then it was completely different from what I actually saw in the trailer and they didn't do that on purpose because they're not like marvel and make a fake trailer it was more of a just like i thought completely different on what is happening what actually happens in the movie yeah it's funny you should talk about uh, marvel making a fake trailer because i think they started doing that with infinity war yeah yeah i thought that was a smart marketing thing yeah actually yeah it, it like there was a scene where Hulk was in the movie, but in, in reality, they swapped him out with the Hulkbuster armor. Yeah. And we can talk about this now. Who saw the trailer for Thor uh, Love and Thunder? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, He's back. He's not fat anymore. He's... Yeah. <laughs> you know, Thor is uh, going to be an inspiration to a lot of guys like me who got chunky during the, the, the last little bit, to inspiration to lose that. But... If you're actually watching the trailers, there's like legitimately spots like, oh, this is probably a spot for a CG character where they CG'd them out. So you can tell like, oh, okay, it's not 100% truthful. But the trailer's really good. And I think there's one scene that's directly lifted from a comic book panel. Yeah. 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 Standing on. Yeah. I know. know. The dead creature thing there. Yeah, I think the film's going to be fun, you know, just uh, see Thor where he is in his life at this point, you know, because the last few movies, he's just lost everything. He lost his father, he lost his home, he lost his brother, then he lost most of half of the world when he didn't chop off Thanos' head the first yeah. time. So that's a lot of help, but he's at peace now, 
because um, of what happened in Endgame. And also, I think seeing the Jane that character again as Lady Thor, that's going to be an interesting dynamic. You know, have you seen photos of her lately? She got jacked. Yeah. yeah. She, she's she's got some serious guns there. I was like, wow. Yeah, she's not she's not just holding one hammer. She's got three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's good. No. But all power to her. Like I respect anyone who does that for their role. Like I'm like uh, our friend Danny Rand who wouldn't even learn martial arts. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that was messed up. That was so messed up. Yeah, if they're if they're probably like, oh, you want to get jacked for this? Not really. I'm gonna just eat burgers. Like, okay, Ben Affleck, you just go eat burgers. Uh, okay, let's not get into this conversation. Okay, let's not get into this conversation. I actually like Ben Affleck as Batman, so let's not go into this conversation. <laughs> I don't want to go here. <laughs> no, he's good. Or, or like the guy who's playing, um, what's his name there from Star Wars? Jabba. Jabba. Not Jabba, like the, the, the original Mandalorian guy. Uh, Boba Fett. Oh, uh, like we're watching the adventures of an old barrel-chested man. Yeah, th- yeah, th- th- that was another thing. I was watching Mandalorian with my uh, with my father. Uh, we were enjoying the series, and we see Boba Fett. He's like, I don't know, he's not quite fitting into that suit the way he should be. <laughs> well, what's going on? I didn't finish that show yet. I forgot. Mandalorian or the book of Boba Fett? Boba Fett. Honestly. It does. It's not very good. Ah, oh, well, That's I know people cool. got freaked out about something. Like they're like, "Oh, it's cool," but I didn't. It has like, here's the thing: half of it is the Book of Boba Fett, and the other half, uh, about a half, is Book of Boba Fett. Then you have like a small part in between. That's the Mandalorian season three, uh, two point five, and then you have a crossover. Huh? Committee. Committee. But let's be honest, the, the Mandalorian parts are really good. Well, yeah, it's Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, it's job, like, great job. Yeah, I was like, can, can we just get more of this? Isn't there going to be another one? Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah. It, it just feels like they weren't confident in the Book of Boba Fett as a character by himself. It's like, because he was never like. Apparently, he's super interesting in the expanded media, but like here, he's like the nicest crime lord ever. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 this is the problem. Uh, because remember back in the nineties when uh, they were doing a lot of Boba Fett comics. Why aren't they? Why aren't they just doing those? <laughs> Because we gotta tell a story about Tuscan Sand Raiders and uh, teenagers with attitude. With have we done that? Have we had six sequels of this? Come on! It's not enough. Something we gotta, we got, we gotta get some power in your stuff in this in this bitch. God, it, it's like a, it's like I'm talking to with a corporation with with Peter right now because. It, He's laid back. He's like the corporation. I'm just the angry fan. We got we got certain quotas to meet. We gotta get um, <laughs> we gotta get this in. Uh, we got we gotta make sure we hit the teen demographic. We have to have the, the bonus cycles in different colors so we can sell the toys. We gotta make this very toyetic. Uh, make sure we get a um, 
what's that uh, big thing from the old the the rancor? No, not the rancor. Uh, uh, the thing in the pit. Get me a thing in the pit because we need a pit. We need a toy for the thing in the pit. Oh for God's sake! Just give us a damn good story here. <laughs> I can see you both. Oh, oh, let's get Machete to cameo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Isn't he in there? It's like, cool. Are we going to do something with this character? No, he's just going to be in there for like three scenes. I, I heard he's on the lot tomorrow, so we'll just ask him if he's got like 10 minutes. What was awesome was in The Mandalorian, Bill Burr's character was like, you felt for him, and he was barely in it. And yeah. he was just so good. Like, up to the point of like, you know, him killing that one dude. I'm like, oh, okay. And yeah. then he left. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to remember, it's the, um, it's the, um, the good, not the good Nazi, but the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hello. The um, regretful Nazi trope. Because he was uh, an Imperial soldier in the past, and he's like, starting to come out of and realizing the shit that they did and it's not right. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it really shows in the performance because especially when he's hesitant to say, you know, really want to blow the cover. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I don't want to be part of this anymore. I don't want to be like them. I'm just going to be me. Yeah. Granted, he was still a criminal when we first yes, ran into him. Yes, but still, he had a moral code. You know, and the light, the lines were were very blurred at that point when he did, was part of the empire. Because well, yeah, well, the empire was the only game in town. Though. Yeah, but it was also refreshing to see, you know, somebody that was part of that was like, "What the hell were we doing? Yeah. We, were, we were killing these innocent people, women, children, you know, and just using their planet for our purposes. Yeah. What were we doing?" You see, that's why Finn would have been a much better main character for the new trilogy. Like the whole story of a of a stormtrooper who's coming out of it, realizing all the shit that he's done. Oh, and maybe make him the, the Jedi. Like that would have been a way more interesting story. But they didn't. And then they're just like, oh, we forgot about Finn. Yeah. Because yeah. we have to add all this stuff in. Also because committee, because China doesn't like black people, so they can't make a black man the main character of the series. Yes. Is that really why? It's one of the reasons why. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry, Dad. have they not heard of, I don't know, Bad Boys? Have they not heard of any of these films? This is Those were made before China was taken into consideration. This is just sad, though. Yeah. You keep the country's name out of your fucking mouth. Yeah, but this is censorship. This has to stop because I think they're robbing themselves of some very good movies. Oh yeah, no, for sure. The thing is, though, a lot of big, big movies, especially the ones that Disney makes, have to be certain um, criteria so they can play in China because they want to get the money from the Chinese market, and the Chinese market are some of the biggest uh, a holes on the planet. Well, not the people, but the criteria. Yes, we're, we're not. Yes, we're, in no way are we, um, you know, blaming the people of China. We're not doing that, all right. And then you also have to um, make alternate versions of the movie that can play in China, especially if you have any uh, LGBT type characters. 
Um, yeah. Well, let's be honest, you know, I'm all for more representation. That's a perfectly fine thing. Yep. But Christ, you can't do any of it right. Yeah. Because you have to do it. Yeah. The, the problem is they half-ass it. Like they try to get their LGBTQ representation in there, but then they have to like put it so small that they can remove it and air it in China. So you're not getting a good product. You're getting a product that feels like we're just going to put this one thing here. Don't pay too much attention of it. By the way, we put the thing here. So give us points for that. If, you know, it, there are hard demographics that, that, um, that you try to uh, please. There's, there's always going to be a problem. There's always going to be a problem. Yeah. No matter what it is. If you do a strong representation, people are going to get motivated. Like, you know what? At least at the end of the day, you so, said, you know what? I'm doing my best to re represent everybody. And I'm going to keep on, you know, growing and continue to do that. Yeah, that's a good thing to do. Yeah, that, that, it's the only thing to do. It's the only right thing to do. Everyone Just build your stories naturally. Have a... Yeah. 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 I was offended and by the movie Soul because I don't have a soul. So that's just, no, that's actually probably one of my favorite ones that they've made so far. Oh, but you know what? That actually probably plays a little bit into the, we talked about it earlier, the new Harry Potter movie. They couldn't just say that Dumbledore and what's his face were gay for each other. It had to be under layers and layers and layers of subjects. And it's just like, oh, there's this necklace here that's got our blood in it. And uh... because we're best friends. Best friends. Again, this was at a point where, you know, the, the studios didn't think that uh, people were grown ups or adults or, or kids were going to understand it. But believe me, the kids understand now. They understand now. So, oh, yeah. Kids understand a whole lot more than you ever give them credit for. Just like your doors. Go in the bedroom once. We're just wrestling. <laughs> oh, God, don't play that. <laughs> oh, God. <it> would... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Now I got a bad image. <laughs> Anyways, like, we need to stop making things for China. We need to start making things for the audience here, you know? Um, yeah. I was actually listening to this uh, video early in the week, and the guy said, like, there is no such thing as American cinema. Because everything that's made in America specifically is all made to be viewed everywhere. So there's no real sense of an American identity in a lot of movies because they have to be made viewable by everyone because they want to make as much money as possible so if you start watching international movies movies specifically made like even in canada you're going to start seeing a stark difference because we're, we delve more into the American, canadian culture and such if you start seeing things from korea from japan from europe you're seeing a whole different approach to movies and these guys are not making their stuff for a worldwide audience most of the time they're making it for their audience yeah you know, and you're getting a different sense of a movie. 
you do, you do have a point there. Um, I was just watching this series called uh, The Mark Hart on Netflix. Yeah, we're going back to Netflix, folks. And that's that's pretty much a Colombian um, show. And it's very good because uh, they're talking about stuff that we don't really talk about here. There was a show that I was watching on Amazon. That was It's Canadian. And it's called Mr. D. And there's a... <laughs> It's a uh, Jerry D is a comedian and he like he is a teacher. He was a gym teacher. I don't know if he still is a gym teacher, but he was a gym teacher and a comedian. And uh, the whole show is based around how he's like wants to be a gym teacher. And uh, so there's like eight seasons of this. And I think we lost Greg. What? You lost me? Uh, I don't know if it was me who lagged out or if it was you who lagged out a little bit there. Oh, I think it was both of you because you both were. Yeah. Dun, dun. Hey, you're saying Mr. D. Yeah. So Mr. D was a so he's a stand-up comic, but he also was like a gym teacher or whatever. And like the whole show basically is him being a social studies teacher and he wants to really just be a gym teacher. Like that's the whole reason. So he starts as a sub and then he like works his way to becoming a gym teacher. But it's just hilarious the entire time. And it that's made by Canadians because he's Canadian. So he's a Canadian Scottish person. So, but yeah, not American. Not American. <laughs> uh, that's what I was looking for. Uh, there's this one series on uh, in Canada. Uh, the show. Give me one second. I'm just looking at. Or Kenny. Um, what was it called again? Anyway, it was basically kind of like this Canadian uh, comedy where it's like kind of like Canadian hillbillies yeah, and it's Letterkenny. just so uh, Letter Kenny, yeah. Hey there, bug, you don't go over there. <laughs> it's, it's really <laughs> fucking funny. Is that how Kenny? And, and the Canadian, I appreciate it even more. <laughs> Is that? Just, There's yeah. one where they're talking about the Canadian goose and how it's like a travesty of what they're doing to it because that thing is fucking vicious. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like, if you ever run into a goose in Toronto, run. Those things are, those things are vicious. And they're basically our honey bad. Oh. Get out. Get out. Uh, guys, I actually have to go, but uh, this is fun. All right. All right. Perfect. I think like uh, I think we said everything we wanted to say. Uh, as always, I love geeking out with you guys. <laughs> it's always fun. Yeah. All right. Take care, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to our latest episode. Uh, make sure to go to Cinema Platform and check out all of our comics and check out everybody else's comics and then check them out again and again and again because those views always feel nice. Yeah. Peace out, everybody.